Good morning, Sales Academy followers, listeners, YouTubers, tweeters, LinkedIners, Facebookers, everything in between us. You know who you are as. So um, today's subject, today's topic of discussion, uh, I hope this lands. It's, it's one of those frustrating things of life and the realizations of life, I guess. Um, but I hope this is useful for you. And I can't even remember where I heard it recently, but it's come up in conversation a few times. And today's musing is the, the, the dichotomy of courage. Uh, because this is the funny thing, right? How many times have we been faced with a difficult decision? We've been faced with what feels like an impossible decision, or sometimes it's a tiny decision, but just right there and then, because of everything else that's going on, we just don't have enough in us the capacity to kind of oh, make another decision and any parents listening to this do you know what i mean having to organize choose and and and, and know what to cook for food for your kids for 18 plus years no one told us that when we were freaking having kids it's like that is probably the hardest thing in the world of being a parent is knowing what to bloody make for food every day so these decisions are not always big but they can feel big right and sometimes they can be absolutely bloody massive. They can be life-changing. They can be crossroads, forks in the roads, like I have to make a decision. So the dichotomy of courage, and the reason this museum is about this, is whenever I talk to people about this subject and about, you know, how it would feel afterwards and you know, we're walking on burning hot coals and stuff like that, like you always get the fear before, then afterwards you're like, oh, that wasn't as bad and stuff. And it's you may hear a little light aircraft flying above, um, probably taken off from Swansea Airport, which is lush. Did a parachute jump there. There's one for fear, if you choose it to be. I remember saying to the guy that I was jumping with, listen, if I get to the door and you open the door and I start crying, I don't want to do it. Put, push me out because I do want to do it. But fear might get the better of me. See, that's the kind of thing we're talking about. These decisions, this dichotomy of courage, right? So the reason I think it is a dichotomy, the reason I think it's a bit of a uh, ass-backwards way of life is we we want the courage to do the thing we need the courage to do the thing to make the decision to take the leap so we try and build up all this courage to kind of but the reality is the courage comes after doing it you have to do it to gain the courage and that's just frigging ass backwards but it's life it's it's how a lot of life is now, you'll pick up a lot of experience and skills and, and life skills in the process of that, you know. Your intuition isn't a given thing. It's something you develop, just like a muscle. You, you put yourself into situations. You you follow your instincts. You 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 literally listen to your internal nervous, nervous system, the many brains that we have in, inside of us that help us make decisions, not just the conscious brain, right? But they say about the conscious brain, it's, it's always on but it can only focus on one thing at a time. So what are you choosing it to focus? But like your nervous system, your, your gut, your heart, your, your everything else, your unconscious being, your unconscious mind, the whole of you is literally giving you clues and ideas and decisions, but it's also giving you fears and potential reprimands and consequences and all this sort of stuff so this kind of oh i need to get the, i need to build myself up and psych myself up so i can make this we try all those things but reality is that isn't courage the courage comes from afterwards when you've done it and you realize you've done it and you realize you can get through it and even though you didn't feel you could beforehand you did and that's the evidence that we need and i truly feel that is what courage is 
it's not the kind of facing the fear and doing it anyway. That's yes, there's you know, it's always been talked about it in that way. But I truly think you get the courage afterwards. You have to take the risk. You have to be able to make a decision. Right? And even indecision is a decision. Something else I heard recently that really resonated with me. Even indecision is still a decision. So what we have to do is make a decision to do the thing. And then through that process, we gain the courage that, you know what, if anything ever come up like that again, I know I can do it now. I didn't believe it beforehand. I didn't know it beforehand. I felt I had to take a, a choice, a decision. And I went for it and I backed myself. And I kind of threw myself off the, it's like falling in love, right? You know, it's, it's, you've got to bear your sword. It's like to properly go there is a terrifying thing. You know, and all this love is a really, really like polar opposites of the most amazing feelings in the world. And also sometimes the most horrendous feelings in the world, because if you didn't feel those horrendous feelings, then is it really love you? You know, the whole thing, if, if you tragically lose someone, that, that feeling of loss is tragic because it's deepened by the love that we hold, right? And at that moment, we don't focus on the love. We focus on the loss. Do you know what I mean? So it's like all these things, we kind of want them before, but we don't get them till after. And even, you know, even bloody lockdown. Lockdown was terrible for a lot of people, but it wasn't for everybody. Lockdown was amazing for some people. Lockdown really helped people reevaluate, refocus, change direction. I'm not going to use the word pivot. Everyone got on that fucking word. Um. But the learnings and the lessons and the experiences and the change of directions and the refocusing of what's important in life. I've never seen that in my adult life prior to lockdown. And it fills me with joy that so many, not just blokes, but so many people are talking openly, heart-led, purpose-led. And they mean it. And they're on purpose. Now, I've been on purpose for it since I've been a freaking boy. And along the way, I've made mistakes and I've lost my way, you know, just like anybody, uh, any good human being does, you know. I can't remember the name of the Japanese um, principle where they take, it's got, it's got an actual term, but when they take the pottery that cracks and then they fill it full of gold to make it more expensive because life happens to it. Like, you know, this is a beautiful bowl, but when it's cracked, we don't just throw it away. We repair it. We look after it. It becomes more valuable. And that's what we are as human beings. So this courage comes from doing things. This courage comes from taking action. This courage comes from actually moving. So my challenge, my question for you on this museum is what's the one thing that you could do today? Just think about this. Don't react. Think about it. What's the one thing that you could do today that you would thank yourself for your future self would thank you for in 90 days, in 12 months, in three years. What's the one thing you could do today? See, because human beings focus so much on the how. Whenever there's a challenge, they jump to the, oh my God, yeah, how am I going to do this? How am I going to fit that in? How am I going to? And they always go to this, I want the answer, I want the answer, I want the answer. Just like courage, the answer comes as you're doing it and after you've done it. The knowledge, the experience, the know how, the the answer comes when you've done it. But we kind of start right at the beginning going, I want the answer now. And that's just ridiculous. When we think about it, when we actually stop and think about it, it's just bloody ridiculous. But human beings do it as a default all the time. 
And then we kind of feel the pressures of the walls closing in around us because we don't know the how. But when you start making momentum and you start moving and you bring that energy with you, it starts to shift. It starts to shift. The whole pay it forward movement, right? So what's the one thing? And it might be something that it will scare you. It might be something that will um, challenge you. You might have to become a different person to achieve this, right? But what's the one thing you could do today? Is that to go out for a walk? Is that to not buy that bottle of, of wine at the end of the day? Or even if you have bought it, just not turn to it at the end of the day. Because you don't need it. It's become a, a habit, right? So what is that one thing that you could do today differently? Is it spending time with the kids sitting down and just giving them 10 minutes, 15 minutes? when they want it, not when you've got time for it. You know, what are, is the one thing that you could do differently today is having a bath instead of a shower and just switching off from the world for a bit. Is it sitting down and reading a book in the garden, making time for these things that top you up? Is it listening to really loud music? All right? Are we going to get some sepulture on, you know, some Iron Maiden, or are we going to get some dance music on? Are we going to get some classical or jazz music on? Are we going to cook something? Treat ourselves. These things don't have to be expensive, but they can make a huge difference. So what's the one thing you could do differently today that your future self will thank you for? And fuck waiting for courage. Just crack on, as my good friend John Saunders says. Crack on, because the courage comes with that. Have a great day, guys. I'll see you soon.